God bless and keep you always. May your wishes all come true. May you always do for others and let others do for you. May you build a ladder up to the stars and climb on every rung. May you stay forever young.
It's always nice to hear that dulcet tone over there. Thank you. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to our Sunday service. Welcome for joining us, both here and those of you coming in live stream. Obviously, our in-person services are 9.30 and 11.30 Central Time. We do live stream the 9.30 a.m., and we welcome you when you come in on live stream. <clears throat> you can watch these services anytime on demand from our website or from the YouTube channel. These beautiful flowers here today have been donated especially to honor someone whose birthday is tomorrow. You want to guess who it is? Happy, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Reverend Happy birthday to you. Oh, yeah, remember him tomorrow. <laughs> of course he is working. This Wednesday at 7 p.m., our Thanksgiving Communion service will be held. Unity interprets Holy Communion metaphysically, based on the meaning of the various symbols that are involved. Communion will be served. We invite our live stream participants to prepare their own bread and juice or wine at home and join us for that service. We're planning for an in-person and live stream holiday, a bunch of holiday services. If you'll live stream our holiday services, we'd like to see you in person next Sunday, November 28th, after the, after the services. You can drive into the church, no wait, you can drive into the parking lot behind the church. <laughs> Did I talk to Connie about this wording here? Um, <laughs> we need to drive into the back parking lot of the church um, between 1.30 and 2.30 um, next Sunday afternoon, and you'll be greeted by ministers and staff who will have for you a goodie bag, holiday supplies that will include the Advent booklet, candles, white stones, and so forth for you to use if you're going to be uh, live streaming with us for the services. We also have got two new classes and a workshop on Zoom in December. I will be teaching, or no, I will be facilitating a group, um, a four-week group beginning Wednesday evening, December 1st, called Advent Practices, understanding what we can do um, to prepare as Advent prepares and to discover and wait for that joy. And then on Thursday evening, we'll take a metaphysical trip to Bethlehem. If you have not taken that class, it's a fascinating class, taking the story of from Annunciation to Epiphany, metaphysically. And then on Sunday afternoon, December the 5th, Lyndon Neeb <clears throat> will lead a Power of Breath workshop. All of these are on Zoom. The Remembrance Service returns on Monday, December 6th. This beautiful service offers the comfort of holding loved ones close in our hearts as we light the candles and embrace special memories. You can submit names 
to the church office of those you would like to remember, and we'll light a candle in honor of them. Please join us in person, or you can come in a live stream on December the 6th. <clears throat> We're bringing new gifts to local children who are in need of a little help this time of year. Unwrapped gifts can be delivered to our Christmas tree in the garden court until December the 5th. There are cards on the tree that will give you ideas of what you might, might bring for those children. All gifts go to PRISM's Holiday Toy Shop. And we again thank you for your generosity. <clears throat> Details of all of our upcoming events and activities are on our church website. They're on our Facebook page. And they're in the weekly emails, the happening what comes out on Tuesday and the peak on Thursday. You can always email or call the church office for more information. Now, Reverend Pat, if you would lead us in our opening prayer. I invite you, if you would, to join me in our opening prayer and just go to that place within your heart and within your mind where you know and you feel God's presence this morning. Our opening prayer this morning is written by Reverend David Owen Ritz, a New Thought minister, and I'd like to share this with you, this prayer. I am blessed by rich abundance of God in countless ways, both seen and unseen. In every area of my life, I notice the handiwork of God power guiding me along the way, offering me wonderful new opportunities, supporting my growth and well-being. And everywhere I turn, I observe God at work in my life. I praise the good that I find in my life. And I praise the power that created it for me. God is good. Life is good. And I am filled with gratitude for this new perspective. Because I now clearly see the unlimited abundance available to me. I am no longer fearful of not having enough. The source of my good, God itself, is unlimited in its ability to prosper me. I will always have enough in my life, enough love, enough opportunity, enough time, and enough money. I have enough to spare and enough to share. I have enough power and potential to accomplish my dreams, to accomplish my goals. And I have enough support to become the person I was intended to be. Thank you, God. Together, thank you, God. And let's do it again. Thank you, God. And again, thank you, God. Let's applaud this Minnesota day. Let's stand for our opening song.
universe that you created. There is more than enough on a planet of sacred design. There is more than enough for humanity made in your Thank you, and please be seated. You know, as I look around, I see many of you that I have not seen before. So welcome back. And as I look at the sanctuary today, I believe this is the most we've had in person since we've begun to come back. And so I want to welcome you back. My, <laughs> my heart is full to see you, to see you there, and to just love you and support you as you have loved and supported me. Wow. So unity is that... Um, Teaching that teaches practical things that help us to live meaningful and healthy and prosperous lives. Unity is also an open and welcome, welcoming, inclusive community. And one of our core values here at Unity is that of welcoming. So my dear friends, if you are here for the first time, you feel like you're new or, or you are new, we want to honor your presence here today. We invite you, if you would, just to take your courage in your hand and raise your hand as I raise my hand. Calling all courage. we got courage out here. Keep your hands up, please. Keep your hands up, please. Keep your hands up, please, till our ushers get to you. It's so good to have so many guests this morning. You know, um, that package you're receiving tells you a lot about Unity Minneapolis. There's a pink card in that packet. If you choose to fill out any part of that card and turn it in, then we have a gift for you. Uh, the rose is a gift from our congregation so that we can easily recognize you and give you that personal one-on-one -on -one welcome. If you're live streaming with us today, we certainly welcome you as well. And if you are new or you feel like you're new here, we invite you to fill out that contact card on that screen. You know, my dear friends, all of that's important, and yet one of the most important statements that's made on this platform each and every Sunday morning is this, and that is, my dear friends, wherever you are in your spiritual journey, wherever that may be, you're welcome here. We welcome you, we bless you, and we behold the living presence of the divine within you. Let's appreciate these guests, okay? Wow. Now let us affirm together in your order of service our core values here at Unity Minneapolis. Together, we are loving, transforming, 
welcoming, spirit-filled, prosperous, and joyful. And then today's affirmation, the Gratitude Sunday affirmation, let us affirm that together. Today, I open my awareness to the many profound blessings in my life. Let's do that again. Today, I open my awareness to the many profound blessings in my life. We are gathered here not only for our Sunday celebration, but we're gathered here to install Karen Ani and Carla Rayburn as licensed unity teachers. To become, to become a licensed unity teacher, they must complete 220 hours of Unity Worldwide Institute's spiritual development program. They must be an active member of a unity ministry such as Unity Minneapolis which is recognized by Unity Worldwide Ministries. They enter into an agreement with your sponsoring minister, that would be me, regarding your future role as a licensed Unity teacher in this ministry. They were emailed a letter of intent by Unity Worldwide Ministries credentialing coordinator. They also had to take and pass a psychological evaluation followed by an additional 120 hours of classes. They passed that evaluation. Isn't that wonderful? <laughs> Licensed Unity teachers serve their Unity ministry in a threefold capacity, fulfilling their duties. One, they serve under the direction of the senior minister and in cooperation with the ministry, together as a team for the highest good of this ministry in a manner bound by the code of ethics established by Unity Worldwide Ministries. They take the same code of ethics that our minister does. They serve with the well-being of the ministry with its stated mission placed above all personal issues and preferences. They serve as an official accredited teacher of Unity classes under the authority of Unity Worldwide Ministries and in cooperation with Unity Worldwide Spiritual Institute. Carla Raymond, Karen Ani, would you please come forward? Do you accept our unity principles and promise to adhere to them and make them the basis of your teachings? I do. Do you consecrate yourself to this ministry that you will do your utmost at all times to reflect the Christ within in all that you think, say, and do? I do. Do you dedicate yourself to be constantly aware of the spirit within all people and that you will see only the perfect spiritual person, perfect in mind, body, and in spirit? Do you promise to demonstrate unity teachings faithfully and lovingly to the people of this ministry to seek ever to be an example of moderation, patience, and loving kindness? I do. May the infinite spirit who empowers you do all these things, grant you the strength faithfully to perform these duties, 
as in consciousness you respond to the prompting of the Father, Mother, God within you. Now on the authority of Unity Worldwide Ministries and on the authority of Unity Minneapolis, I do install you as licensed Unity teachers at Unity Minneapolis. God bless you. And the plaque says, you have successfully fulfilled all the requirements and is therefore recognized by the Board of Trustees as a licensed Unity teacher. That's the Board of Trustees of Unity Worldwide Ministries. The use of the title of licensed Unity teacher is granted only to those who are affiliated with a ministry recognized by Unity Worldwide Ministries and who abide by the ethics and standards of this association given to you today, but signed on the 26th day of August. God bless you. And now we have some ministers that want to offer a blessing as well. What would it be without ministers offering blessings? <laughs> it would probably be a shorter service, but that's another story. I am so grateful to have this opportunity to, to just be here and celebrate you too. You have done hard work, a lot and a lot of hard work. And, I, and you should be so proud of this yourself because I certainly am, because I've been with you practically every step of the way. And I love you too very, very much. Praise God for both of you on your journey. Thank you. Remember your goodness. And I have known you the least amount of time. And I am constantly amazed at the presence, at the power, and the spirit that you two bring. You're an amazing teachers. You're amazing pastoral counselors in all walks of your life. I am so very grateful to be part of a team that has the two of you on it. So may your, may your words always be filled with love. And may your heart always be filled with love. And may you be surrounded and supported by the blessings that are God every day. Thank you. As you know, unity is defined as the great educational movement inaugurated by Jesus, our master teacher. And our purpose is really to prove the truth by putting that into action. And you teach that every single day. I want to share some words with you from Myrtle Fillmore. She said these to some teachers around 1936, and I think they're perfectly appropriate for today. As you help others spiritually and in every way, you not only fulfill the law of giving and receiving, but you develop your own resources and capabilities to a fuller measure. By helping others under the guidance of the spirit of truth, you at the same time help yourself. So do not let the limited concepts of others interfere 
with your giving, loving service. The blessings that you have already received are only the beginning of a glorious outpouring and spiritual growth that will come and continue always. I celebrate, I affirm, I bless you as teachers and truly as torchbearers of our unity movement. Blessings. My blessing for you is one of love. May you always experience love. May you experience love as you give love to these, in, as you are in service to this beautiful congregation. May you remember that love is the foundation of our teaching. And also, dear friends, may you not give your life away as you step into service here, but create that harmony and that balance that is so important in order to fulfill your duties as a licensed unity teacher. It is indeed a pleasure to welcome you to this team. We love you, we bless you, and we behold the living presence of the Christ within you. And so it is. Wow. We would like for you to remain here, and I'm going to invite our congregation to stand and sing to our new licensed unity teachers. You are the face of God. You may be seated, and one of these will read the daily word if they're able to do so. Okay. <laughs> we now move deeper into spirit with the reading of the daily word. As the usher brings down the prayer box, you are invited to mentally add your prayers to the written requests in the box. After the service, the prayer box is located in the garden court where you, where you may add your written requests. You may also submit an online prayer request via our website. Your prayers are then prayed with by a prayer ministry for seven days, and then they are forwarded to Silent Unity where they are prayed with for an additional 30 days. 
The word for today is grace. We affirm grace is my constant blessing. I discover grace all around me when I open my eyes, my mind, and my heart to its presence. Grace reminds me that God's love is active everywhere and in every moment. Grace can be as quiet as a whisper. It is the love I hear in the voice of someone dear and in the warmth and tenderness of a comforting touch. Grace is a heartfelt welcome I receive when invited into a friend's home. It's the bliss I feel when I it's the bliss I feel when I know I truly belong. God is the heart of all grace as goodness and kindness in action, always mine to receive and give in kind. My growing awareness inspires me to share this activity of God generously by calling it into expression. And scripture tells us in Acts 20, 32, and now I command you to God and to the message of his grace, a message, message that is able to build you up and to give you the inheritance among all who are sanctified. The word for today is grace. I ask you now to join me as we step into a time of meditation, a time of reflection, and a time of giving thanks. If you are comfortable, close your eyes. Take that deep breath with me. And as we release, we become aware of the beating of our heart. We become aware of the connection that we have with each other, heart to heart and soul to soul. We become consciously aware of the vastness of love that is God and that is our universe. With each breath, we allow the tension that might be stored to release and let go. If you have an image that is your healing light, allow that image to move through your body now. And as that ball of light, that flame, that heart, whatever it is, as it touches those places that feel tense, anxious, uncomfortable, allow that to just dissolve, dissolving back into the broad, wonderful oneness that is our God. Take that deep breath and allow the gratitude, the thanksgiving to well up. to overflow and to enclose and include all that is. Giving thanks for those that we love. Giving thanks for the amazing expansion 
of our awareness. And allowing what is inside us to be in balance with what is outside. And what is outside to be in balance with what is in. as we move into that place of awareness, I would share with you words of Martin Nepo entitled The Kinship of Gratitude. The goal of all experience is to remove whatever might keep us from being whole. The things we learn through love and pain reduce our walls and bring our inner and our outer life together. And all the while, the friction of being alive erodes whatever impedes. But the simplest and deepest way to make who we are at one with the world is through the kinship of gratitude. Nothing brings the worlds of spirit and earth together more quickly. To be grateful means giving thanks for more than just the things we want, but also for the things that surmount our pride and our stubbornness. Sometimes the things we've wanted and worked for, if we actually received them, would have crushed us. Sometimes just giving thanks for the mystery of it all brings everything and everyone closer. So take a chance and openly give thanks, even if you're not that sure what for. And feel the plentitude of all that is living rush up against your heart. Let us take that into the silence. from the Gospel of Thomas. It is said that Jesus said, when you make the two one, when you make the inner as outer and the outer as inner, then you shall enter the kingdom. And so we return to this place with thanksgiving and gratitude. I've got a roof over my head I've got a warm place to sleep Some nights I lie awake counting gifts Instead of counting sheep 
I've got a heart that can hold love I've got a mind that can think There may be times when I lose the light And let my spirits sink But I can't stay Remember how I'm blessed, grateful, grateful, truly grateful I am, grateful, grateful, truly blessed and duly grateful. And duly grave.
Oh, wow, thank you, thank you. Um, my name is Karen, and I'm here. Uh, Reverend Pat asked me to speak on gratitude and what it meant to me. And um, I was going to spend all night last night putting together this talk for five minutes, you know. But I ended up having gratitude for spending the evening in the uh, emergency vet. And I started house-sitting yesterday for a pet that I do a lot. I know this pet. And gratitude meant for me having the support of my husband, the neighbor next door, Carla, finding an emergency vet that was open and that were taking patients because they are overloaded. I don't know if you knew that, but they are not accepting patients. So we were all on the look out for an emergency vet. Gratitude, when Lou called me, now Lou is in Mound, mind you, and I'm in Linden Hills, my husband, and he calls and says he found one in Blaine. And I said, great. I don't like driving in the dark, and I've never been to Blaine. <laughs> so I, I said to my kind, loving husband, who was in his slippers already, I said, would you come and get me and pick up me and the dog and take me to Blaine? And he hesitated for just a second. <laughs> it was his first night by himself. And um, he said, yes. And I said, oh, my God, thank, thank you, God, because that is what I say constantly during the day now. Um, so he came, and we went to the vet. And we sat there, um, you know, for two, three hours, but just so grateful that there was a place open 24 hours. The doctors were amazing. There's medicine, and little Ridley is going to be okay. Um, so, yes, thank you. And um, so, again, I was grateful for divine order because my will was that I waited. You know, I, I had this talk in my head, and I waited to the last minute, and God had other plans for me. And God said, you know what? Why don't you speak from your heart? at what is happening right in this moment. So I am grateful for this authentic story that just happened last night. And Reverend Pat talked about David Owen Ritz, and that was going to be my other talk, because that was the first time I heard the word gratitude, and gratitude is an attitude. I didn't really understand gratitude. I thought it meant thank you, you know, thanks. But now gratitude is really part of my day. I mean, I say it throughout the day, thank you, God, thank you, God. You know, I hear myself mumbling. And for me, gratitude means community support. It means I have enough and that I am enough. It means abundance. It pulls me forward in my goals. So many times I wanted to give up on the LUT path, and I had people just, you can do it. You can do it, you can do it. And I just kept going forward, and it really pulled me forward with my goals. So at this time, I'd like to thank a few people for this LUT path. Number one is Reverend Pat, who, since I came here about 12 years ago, just through all his classes, I've taken keys to the kingdom seven times, at least. <laughs> I think I'm getting it. And, um, and just the endless talks and spiritual guidance and letters 
and just everything for Reverend Pat. Uh, Unity Minneapolis for, you know, I had to do classes and many people just supporting me in my classes as I'm learning and growing and still continuing to learn and grow. Um, Carla, I would not be able to do this without Carla. I mean, this last year, I think we talked almost every day on the phone. When I was down, she pulled me up. When she was down, I pulled her up. And we just, and we made it to the finish line. So we made it to our goal. Connie, Connie for always having the answer. Connie for, for and if she doesn't know it, she knows where to get it. And she will answer an email or a call within five minutes. And that's long, five minutes. Uh, my husband, Lou, who lived with me for the last 10 years of this journey and has just supported me endlessly in knowing that I can do it and that I was pursuing this goal. Reverend Jeanette, when I first came here, and I remember her telling me that she was an LUT, and I was like, what's an LUT, you know? And when she told me, I heard that, I felt that little tingle in my heart and said, that's what you're doing. And I said, what, what? <laughs> so she, so many times it was me, Carla, and Reverend Jeanette taking those classes, uh, teaching the classes of SEE. So, so grateful for her. And again, she kept saying, you can do it. You can do it. Um, just a couple more people. Reverend Ray, I don't think he's here right now, but... He also, the last year in my classes, every morning at 7.30 a.m., he would pray in with me. And just knowing he was holding that energy, because eight and a half hours on Zoom was a long day. And gratitude for Zoom, um, gratitude I didn't have to spend money at the hotel. I would have loved to have been at Unity Village, but it really did save me. Um, and my, my mother and father... And every time that I pursued a goal, never judged me. They just cheered me on. My father is no longer here, but my mother is. She has dementia now, and she doesn't really know that I finished. But I know she knows in her heart when I told her. But she was so excited for me. And she loved coming to Unity. She didn't even know what was going on. She's Catholic, but she loved it. <laughs> she loved the music. I would take her in New Jersey, and she just was rocking. So I love that about her. And just one last, I know Elaine and Karen and um, Lori Jacoby, who designed my jacket, is watching for the first time and also has supported me for endless the last 10 years. So thank you. Thank you very much. Last Monday morning, my alarm went off at 5 a.m. and I woke up at 6.15. Ten minutes later, my new dog, who I love, my little eight-pound Shih Tzu mix, peed on my bed. <laughs> Down through the electric mattress pad into the mattress. Ten minutes after that, I got a call from the salon I work at, and we, I was told we were broken into. 
And all the while, I had a boot on my foot and was using crutches due to a foot injury. By, it wasn't even 7 a.m. and my day was ruined. But not for long. While I was stripping the bed and calming down a little bit, I could start seeing those glimmers of light around the situation. I could see the things that were working. And my building, my condo building, is two washers, two dryers. You know, I could get this done quick. And with the break-in, only a few bills were taken before the alarm went off. And after the George Floyd was murdered, our salon was looted, and we were closed for three weeks. And this was not that. And I was still madly in love with Pixie, the dog. <laughs> but uh, looking for the good kind of happened without much effort, because I've been practicing this for 20 months. In the beginning of COVID, I noticed my mood was pretty dark. And I had attributed this to my work schedule and obligations with my mom and things. I didn't have work, and I couldn't visit my mother in memory care. So I knew something had to change. So I started that cliched gratitude list. And at night, I write five things on my phone even when I get in the bed. And I write things that are going right in my life good in my life. I call it my ta-da list ra rather than a to-do list. And it's my thank you God list. And in the morning, I write three blessings before I get out of bed, all on my phone. And this helps combat that negative bias we heard about in the book of joy. And it also calmed my mind so I could hear that small, still voice that is always talking to us with guidance and comfort. And... Um, so yes, and, and my, my, uh, my life began to change, and I began looking for the good during the day. And because I wasn't working or visiting my mother, I had a lot of time to look for the good. But this doesn't just work for pet accidents and petty cash. In, Janu in January, my mother died of COVID. And um, six days before that, a friend of mine, a friend of 20 years, an older man who was like a father to me, he was killed in a car accident. And I missed them both every day, especially my mother. But I see the light, the glimmers of light, the gratitude around that also. I was blessed that my brother and I got to be with my mother when she died, and a lot of people didn't have that option with COVID. And my mom, for the last three years, had been in a wheelchair. and. Um, before that, my mother had been a, she was a competitive ballroom dancer, and basically in her 80s, lived at Lifetime Fitness. And I know now she is no longer in that wheelchair. And my friend Don, even he was 94, but he was vital to the end, and no one else was hurt in that car accident, so. And these lists also became a journal for me, so I could, I could see what happened in the last 20 months. And I could also see all those who are part of this LUT journey. And you know what? All of you are on this list. And I was hoping I could have my phone up here and scroll through and tell you, but I can imagine Lori playing the piano, like, get off, get off, get off. So, so I am, <laughs> before the hook comes out, right? But anyhow, so I, I'm just going to, I'm just going to tell you some of the glimmers of light, some of the goodness that I saw, the divinity, in all of you that showed up on this list. And for Steve, love of my life, who shares wisdom and is a wonderful companion on this journey. And for my, bro my brother Bob and his partner Janet, my small but mighty family, 
who are always available for guidance and reassurance. And Karen, I truly could not have done this without you. You forged ahead, you talked me down when I was going to quit, and you have become a very, very good friend. Thank you. And Reverend Jeanette, for your love, for your encouragement, and I just love you so much. And for Reverend Pat, and for your guidance, and a wonderful example of ministry, for Reverend Tony, for helping me envision spirit camp, and really helping me through the online teaching, and also encouraging me when I wanted to quit. And, uh, and for, for Kevin, Reverend Kevin, for the, the wise encouragement. And for Connie, our unflappable Connie, <laughs> just thank you for all your help and your friendship. And for the unity staff that keeps our, our home going. And for Lori and this music team that just touch my heart at every service. And for prayer chaplains who hold the high watch for me, but for everyone here at Unity Minneapolis. And for everyone in my classes and book studies and our connect group, for your patience and kindness, I just learned so much from you. And for everyone in this glorious Unity family, you gave me a reason to continue when times got tough. And for my licensed Unity teacher buddies, we've become good friends, and they're a source of strength and encouragement. And for my teachers and Unity Worldwide Ministry staff, for guiding me deeper into Unity teachings. And for my mom, you, all, you always said I thought, I thought that I could do anything. Hey, Mom. Ta-da! <laughs> I feel grateful, don't you? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. You know, and, and I want to just close with just a couple of remarks. And uh, the ones that I planned, you can hear them on uh, Wednesday night if you choose to come. So, you know... Gratitude is something that we teach here at Unity. It's one of our basics. Gratitude is a game changer, and you've implied that already in your talks. But when sometimes, you know, we can say, I have an attitude of gratitude. Have you heard that before? An attitude of gratitude? Well, let me assure you, that's not enough. Don't you love that, you know? And her wonderful book, Wonderful book, The Gift of Imperfection, just by Brene Brown. She talks about, in one of the chapters, this attitude of gratitude. She says, I have an attitude of gratitude, and I have a great attitude about yoga. And I really love yoga. I love it. I even have the mat. I have the workout. Everything. I have everything. But I haven't had a mat on the floor ever. I've not even started there. <laughs> you see the difference? We can have an attitude of gratitude. But unless we put this into practice, so what? So what? And so I invite you, just as our licensed, our licensed Unity teachers have shared today, I invite you to put that attitude into action. And what does that look like? Well, it might look differently for you, but uh, David Owen Ritz, we're really on him this morning, aren't we? David Owen Ritz and his Keys to the Kingdom, he talks about something called proactive gratitude, kick-ass attitude. That's what he referred to it as. And sometimes, my dear friends, 
It is a challenge to get there. But he says, get there. What does it look like? It looks like making a list each morning and each evening. It looks like forcing it sometimes or faking it sometimes until you make it. And so you say, it looks like focusing on the good in our life. We have about 90% of our life that's really good. Would you say that? Yeah. And where do we go? We focus on that 10% over here, don't we? And we know the law. Those things that we focus on, they increase in our life. So let's begin to focus on the good. He closes one of his lessons, which I absolutely love, especially when we're experiencing that negativity in our life. He says to use this affirmation. He says, ah, this too is God. This too is good. This too is for me. And I demand to see the good in it. Do you think that's a powerful affirmation? Right in the middle of whatever we're going through, Right in the middle of that negativity, we stand firm and we demand to see the good in it. That good, you say, how can that possibly be? Well, the good is there. We demand to see the wisdom. We demand to see the experience that we will not repeat it again. We demand to see the good and how it's going to help us. We don't know how it will come but we demand to see the good in it, and we speak the power of the spoken word. Gratitude, my friend, has to be more than an attitude. Gratitude has to be put into action. Gratitude, we have to praise. Praise your good. One of the things is talk about your good to others. Again, David Owen Ritz would say, talk about your good till they are just tired of hearing about it. And we here sometimes, we're so modest, we don't necessarily want to talk about our good. But it's powerful to talk about that good, to share it with others, to praise that good, to praise that good. And when you're experiencing the negativity in your life, then know that it is for you. It is for you. It's for you, and you demand to see the good in it. I love you. I bless you, and I behold the living presence of the divine within you, and so it is. Amen.
It's, it's a good day. And then Dane Stafford, you were on fire today. You were on fire. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Wow. Well, you know, this is the time of year when we invite you to make a year-end gift to Unity Minneapolis, over and above your normal giving. And, you know, I make that gift over and above my normal giving, and we, have, we are self-supporting through our own contributions, and we invite you to do that as well. And Jim Knapp makes a gift over and above his normal giving, and he wants to share why. Thank you, Reverend Pat. Thank you, everybody, for giving me 120 seconds of your time today. <laughs> Connie, who's been called out a few times already, contacted me to ask if I would do this, and she was abundantly clear that she this had could. to be less than two minutes. So I see a lot of technology here helping me with all that. So uh, 120 sounds like a lot, but really, maybe it's not. The world moves on time and money. Unity Minneapolis is no different. And in fact, one of the missions of this church is to transform the world one person at a time. To accomplish that mission over time requires money. Unity can reach the world, including all of us, through technology, as it is right now. And I'm so proud of this church uh, for delivering virtual online worship services long before the pandemic. Given that technology is ever moving forward and not cyclical, I don't know anyone that's wearing a pager on their belt anymore, but it's ongoing all the time. And it takes money to keep unity not only current with technology, but to provide other qualitative benefits for all of us to enjoy, such as enriching our lives with a tremendous music program, including guest artists, educating our children and ourselves with stimulating curriculum, and engaging spiritual leaders and a competent staff here at Unity that are paid a competitive wage. Yes, time is fleeting and <laughs> time is fleeting and money is always a need. So help Unity reach its end of year financial goals by giving over and above your regular giving. Thank you for your generosity. Thank you, thank you. Let me invite our on-duty Unity prayer chaplains to stand for a moment.
If you look around the room, these individuals arrived early. They held a sacred space, and they're here to hold that sacred space with you today. So, my dear friends, if you have a prayer request, by all means, seek out a Unity Prayer Chaplain. I also failed to share with you that there's many ways to give here today. One of those ways is to write a check and put it in receptacle as you leave today. You can also give a secured online gift at, here at Unity Minneapolis. There's also a QR code on your program that you can give as well. It'll take you to a secured website. And you can always drop a check in the mail. So let's affirm together our offertory blessing. It's found in your order of service. Together, divine love flowing through me blesses and multiplies all that I give, all that I receive, and all that I am. And so I also want to invite our Youth and Family Ministry Director up, Cassidy Meeks. Cassidy Meeks is our, was going to share with a prayer for protection. Cassidy Meeks will share about our youth program. Thank you very much, Reverend Pat. Today is Gratitude Sunday for us upstairs as well, so I encourage you to ask the youngins in your life what they're grateful for. They have some interesting things to say, I can assure you. And also, it is our holiday season starting here next week. We've got Advent that kicks off next Sunday, and so we'll be doing that with um, the younger kids, and the older ones are still working through their Eye of the Storm series, and that is how to take what life brings to us and make the best of it. So lots of practical tools that are rooted in unity principles. So I hope you'll join us for that, and we have programming at 9.30 and 11.30, so both services, as well as on Zoom at 9 a.m. for the younger ones. So join us. Thank you. And also included in your program are two slips of gratitude. I invite you to take those home with you, make that list, use them at your gratitude dinner. And don't forget this coming Wednesday evening. This coming Wednesday evening, we have communion here in the sanctuary, and we will also be virtual as well. So come and be a part of that as this theme of gratitude continues. Let us stand together for our prayer for protection and our peace song. So together we know that the light of God surrounds us. I am light. The love of God enfolds us. I am love. The power of God protects us. I am power. The presence of God watches over us. I am presence. Wherever we are, God is. I am divine and all is well. And our peace song.